Bristol Business School and Bristol Law School at UE Bristol bring you the Future Impact podcast series. In this series, we're delving into the topics that you want to discuss, from life-changing research and cutting-edge technology to brand new ways of thinking. We will be calling on UE Bristol academics and real-world practitioners to help us get the answers and share their industry knowledge and insights. I'm joined today by three graduates of UE Bristol who are going to talk to us about their journey and their successes um, over the course of their programmes. So if I let them introduce themselves to you all, and if we come first to Abby. Hi, I'm Abby, um, and I've just graduated from law. I absolutely love my time at UWE, and I can't wait to tell you more about it. Thanks, Abby. And Ethan? Hi, guys. My name is Ethan, and I did banking and finance at UWE. Uh, I also did a couple of societies like Bar School Society and Social Football, and I've had a fantastic three years. And Imogen. Hi, I'm Imogen, and I've just finished a four-year degree in business and events management with a placement year. Thanks, all of you. I'm delighted to have you all here. Um, And first of all, just want to um, give you all my best wishes and celebrate your success with you and say what a brilliant job you've done over the course of your programme. So if we start by asking you um, just to tell us a little bit more about your journey at university. And again, if you come to Abby first. Uh, Yes. So when I started UWE, I was very overwhelmed. Um, I did science A-levels and then I did a gap year where I did a foundation in art. So I'd never really done law before. Um, And UWE really helped me to settle in. Um, I definitely wouldn't be where I am without the opportunities that I've had at UWE. In first year, I didn't do actually that well in my first exam, um, and I was very disheartened, but I was able to use the resources at UWE and really pick things up, and I can say that I was able to graduate with the first now, which was an incredible thing to say, and really at UWE, I think what um, made me grow the most is the pro bono opportunities. So I had to volunteer for North Bristol Advice Centre, where I represent uh, people who are appealing their welfare benefit decision Um, and I would have to represent these people. I'd go into court, I'd interview them, I'd support them all the way through and it really helped me to improve every single skill from my clientele skills to the ability to write a legal submission and yeah I loved every minute at UWE, just the amount of opportunities that I had, it's just incredible. Sounds like you've you've done some amazing things over the course of the programme, and we'll touch on them a little more as we go through the the discussion this morning. Um, Ethan, if we come to you with the same question, so just a little bit more about your journey. Yeah, so um, I came into UWE being from Bristol, so I'm a Bristol boy. Um, even despite being from Bristol, I moved into accommodation. So uh, shout out to Mendit Flat Two Hundred Five. Um, honestly, we're all still friends today. Uh, so I had a great time in halls. And then, yeah, first year was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed the nightlife, made the most of Bristol, got uh, got on the Dean's List uh, first year, so pretty proud of that. Also on my course, um, we ended up going to Frankfurt, so I had a wicked time there. Obviously, Frankfurt is a financial hub in, in Germany. Uh, second year, moved into a house in Warfield um, with my course mate, his old housemate, and then uh, some girl we found on Facebook. You also learn how to deal with landlords and have to deal with problems and how unclean 
your student houses are, but that's all part of the journey. And then obviously throughout second year, the second semester, we were hit by COVID. So obviously that was a bit of a shock to the system, moving to online learning. And then obviously more of the same in the third year, completely online. Um, but other than that, I still enjoyed it, still kept in contact with all my uni friends for the last two years, three years, sorry. Um, it's been a great experience. I also did an extra qualification that UE offered and funded called a CISI. Uh, basically, it's like a financial markets program. I did a, my level three in capital markets. So yeah, it's been a wonderful three years. Fabulous, and thank you. I think my favourite quote so far from this podcast is some girl we found on Facebook. <laughs> um, brilliant. And again, we'll talk to you more about some of the things you've mentioned. So, so thanks for that. Um, and Imogen, if we come to you. Yeah, so I kind of did quite, um, yeah, academic um, subjects at college, um, but I've always kind of loved being quite creative. And um, I had a friend who um, was at UWE and I thought, oh, you know, what? I look at the courses there and that. And um, yeah, business and events really stood out to me. I've always lo uh, loved events, planning events. Um, so, yeah, I went to like some of the kind of open days and loved the sound of the course. So uh, enrolled and um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, I also moved uh, onto campus in first years in Bulls Court, um, which was amazing. You meet so many people. Um, and also I was really lucky that I think we were maybe the first year that got to use the brand new business uh, building, which is incredible. And um, I think that just made the experience even better. Um, all the facilities and that are just incredible. Um, the lecture rooms, even the like classrooms um, are great. So um, yeah, it's been great. And the atrium cafe, that was uh, <laughs> much needed and loved the cafe. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then um, kind of, uh, went on to do uh, to try find a placement year in um, second year. I started looking, which was quite difficult um, to find one, um, but uh, luckily managed to get one um, kind of pre-COVID. So yeah, I was quite lucky that we were just the year before that happened. Um, and then yeah, came back to my final year with it all being extremely different. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's been great. Brill, thanks, Imogen. Um, so I, I'm interested from all of you um, to know what you think your biggest achievement is um, over your your time at, at university. So Ethan, how about you? What's your um, biggest achievement? There have got a few achievements. So I say obviously the obvious achievement is getting a first uh, in my degree. So obviously certificate saying congratulations, well done for, for the last three years. So it just feels really nice just to say well done before your effort. Um, Another one, obviously, doing my CISI on top. Obviously, that I think it's like a worth an extra A-level, so I was doing an extra A-level on top of my degree, and I'm pretty proud of myself that I was able to um, balance, balance uni and that at the same time. Um, and probably just, like, growing as a person, in a way. I was always the shy kid in school, so probably a bit of a personal development as well I'm pretty proud of. That's brilliant. It's lovely to hear um, that you've offered, been offered other opportunities sort of alongside the degree that have helped you, helped you to develop some of your own skills and your confidence. And that's that's really lovely that you see yourself as been, having been shaped, I suppose, by the by the process and the people you've met and all the experiences that you've had. And Imogen. 
Yeah, so um, I would say my biggest achievement was actually um, in this final year when um, we actually had to put on an event. So you kind of lead up to your last year to actually go ahead and use everything you've learned um, to do an event because uh, obviously the first two years I always thought, oh, it'll be like, you know, quite simple. We'll just, you know, go to one of the venues in Bristol and put on an event and it'll be great. Um, and yeah, it just definitely wasn't like that this year. Um, it was it was really challenging at first. Um, I think um, the module started in like October. So in October, I think we kind of just come out of lockdown. Um, so we thought we could potentially do something face to face. Um, we were kind of uh, coming up with all these ideas. Um, and then November hit and it was a month of lockdown again. Um, and this kind of event had to be done by December so it was like do we wait and see if we can do a face-to-face -face thing or do we just you know kind of go full in and do virtual but it we didn't want it to be like a quiz that everyone had been doing we kind of want it to be something unique in that so I think um it kind of made us come up with new ideas and creative ideas that otherwise we wouldn't have maybe if it wasn't for COVID so um yeah really proud of that um and it was a charity event um because obviously um charities had struggled with uh, fundraising um throughout COVID um so yeah we kind of combined the two and it was super successful um we uh, were messaging lots of brands and companies and asking if they would um, donate things for um, this charity event. And um, people were so kind and generous, um, especially because it hasn't been easy for other businesses and companies um, the past year. And they were all willing to donate things. And we ended up um, raising, I think it was over £1,250. So, um, yeah, super proud and chuffed of that because... I would have never thought I would have done that in first year. So, yeah, I'd say that's probably um, my biggest achievement. Thanks, Imogen. It must have been so, I suppose, do I mean daunting? Sort of coming to the the, sort of the culmination of your degree and, and having mm. this, this event that you knew you had to deliver and being so fundamentally impacted by things outside your control. Yeah. I'm still having to deliver that. And that's, you know, I guess something that, you, that impacts on your um your outcome in terms of your your degree so yeah, definitely yeah so your coach done amazingly to still deliver something and raise money for charity so well done okay so Abby what do you think how do you feel um yeah so uh I really wish to become a barrister that's kind of my goal um and in order to become a barrister you need to join an inn an inn of courts and basically they offer these bar scholarships um and they're insanely hard to get hold of. And I never thought in a million years that I'd be able to get one. Um, so I decided to apply in, I think it's, I think it's November, um, when you have to fill out this massive application form, uh, loads of really intricate questions that you have to answer, basically kind of five mini essays, essentially. Um, and I decided to apply very late and I actually submitted my application. Uh, I think it was 30 seconds before midnight. Uh, but yeah, it was luckily accepted and luckily my Wi-Fi didn't go down, which was very bad. Um, so yeah, I was then invited to uh, an interview. 
um, which I then went on and it's a 10 minute interview. And in 10 minutes, you realize that you can't actually say very much. So you have to kind of be able to really hit the key points that you want to get in that 10 minutes. Um, and in order to prep for that, uh, I was emailing anyone that could help me. So my tutor, kind of the head of uh, the head of my year, being like, is there anyone that could help me with mock interviews, kind of looking at my application? Um, and very kindly, my tutor got in contact with one of his friends who uh, actually teaches on the bar course and was able to give me a mock interview. Um, I was also able to use LinkedIn. So I didn't actually realize the amazing resource that LinkedIn is. And um, I kind of thought it was just a bit of like networking. Um, but I um, I messaged people on LinkedIn who I knew had already got the scholarship saying, you know, is there any advice you could give me? Um, I have an interview. And honestly, without them, I don't think I would have got the scholarship. They were incredibly helpful. And I think at the bar, I didn't realize how friendly people are and because it's so difficult, anyone is willing to help you. So they would send me these kind of essay long, massive messages in LinkedIn, kind of just as all this information. Um, and they really helped me, but I did not think that LinkedIn, a social media networking site uh, could help me with that. Uh, so then I went to the interview. Um, it was very, very nerve wracking. I went into it and I was just like, one of the main key points that a girl told me was that be yourself and show your personality, I think. I think that was really important because it really helps kind of calm my nerves and just be like, be yourself. If they like you, they like you. And if they don't, well, they don't. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. Um, so I went to the interview and I came out of the interview and I didn't think that I'd got it because there was banter in like, kind of like, laughing bantering in my interview and I've been told by people that this is one of the hardest interviews of your life and you've got to be prepared to kind of not concede on your points and be kind of strong and firm but obviously kind of be willing to accept other ideas um but we were kind of joking and laughing at the end about how I like to write lists to organize my time and how the other interviewer uh, never ended up actually crossing off anything off, off the list so when I came out of the interview I was like what was that there was laughing this is meant to be a really kind of difficult interview um and then I remember getting the acceptance email and then your stomach kind of drops and you're just like, oh my gosh, and you really don't want to open it. And then I opened it and it was like, yeah, congratulations, you've got a scholarship. So I started screaming, my mum started screaming. <laughs> yeah, so that's definitely my biggest achievement. And I can now say I'm a grazing scholar, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and just out of interest, do you think you'd be, you know, you'll, you'll now be a member of the alumni community. So if, if a student from UWE was to reach out to you on LinkedIn, do you think, you know, in a few years time that you'd be happy to kind of, touch base with them or offer advice oh definitely I think you know law is so so competitive it's so difficult there are so many different avenues and I think just to be able to offer someone a piece of advice because I wouldn't be where I am without people giving me advice so to kind of pass that on I think I'd really like to do absolutely insanely wonderful well done you because it is massively competitive um and yeah you just must be your whole family must be super proud of you and for you to have achieved that um because you said you know you were a little bit disheartened after your first exam in the first year and that um you came to law with 
sort of no background in that area. So what you've achieved is absolutely, um, absolutely astonishing. So well done, you. Brilliant. Thanks, everyone, for, for sharing. It's really lovely to hear um, how, how your um, journeys have, have developed and how you've achieved wonderful things. Um, thinking about the other sort of aspects, so things that you found challenging or things that have been harder than you thought, I wonder if you could each just tell us something about one or, or more of, of the things that you've found difficult or have, have been challenging for you. And Abby, maybe first. Um, so basically, I had to shield um, from March. So I went into kind of lockdown uh, before everyone else. And I had to isolate with my grandparents in North Wales for four months. Um, and that was quite a big challenge. Um, obviously, this was end of second year. Um, and I actually had to do all of third year. It was all online. Um, and I was really worried that this was going to impact kind of my CV and the opportunities I had and the work that I was able to do. Because when you first start working online, I definitely found it a challenge and how to kind of manage my time and have a workspace and like not a workspace because everything is in your house. Whereas you can't go to the library and you can't be like, okay, now is work time. I'm in the library. Um, but definitely by the end, you kind of get used to it. So it was, it was all right. Um, but yeah, so I was actually able to become vice president of the law society during that time um, and lead law department representative, uh, which is essentially your kind of uh, head of the student reps, if you will. And I was that was also when I was able to apply for my scholarship. I was able to continue with my uh, volunteering, um, my student ambassador and the support that UE gave me to kind of continue all these opportunities was incredible. And I think I was able to kind of grow so many skills during the time that I was by myself and quite lonely, that I was able to kind of fill the time doing all these other things and feel productive, uh, which in a challenging time was difficult. And it definitely pushed me to kind of seek new opportunities, which I probably wouldn't have otherwise kind of looked for. Yeah, it sounds like you've absolutely made the most of the situation that you've found yourself in. And it's, you know, from my perspective, hearing hearing what you're saying, it sounds like, as you said, you've been good in terms of still offering some of those opportunities, even though they've had to be remote and online. Um, and you've been able to carry that on. It's been great. Thanks, Abby. And Ethan, how about you? What would you say was your, or one of the challenges that you've overcome? Uh, trying to remember the rules of Ring of Fire. That, that's always a challenge. <laughs> Um, but other than that, um, the personal personal challenge I've had is um, I've never been good at English. So trying to make sure that my coursework um, was spot on, well grammared. Um, other than that, academically, uh, UE offers a lot of support. So, you know, I know what I was doing for my exams and for my coursework. So the lecturers are very helpful. Thanks for sharing that. And I guess if your um, if your strengths are in banking and finance and the the um the figures side of things and you've had you've had to work on on other academic skills I guess and there's been support which is lovely to hear that you've had that um through your journey and that you can look back and know that you've improved in those skills as well as coming out with this obviously official degree and a first which is brilliant so yeah that's lovely Imogen how about you 
Yeah, so I'd say, um, but obviously the past year has been quite challenging um, in terms of kind of really getting to understand modules and um, yeah, because obviously when you're in a classroom, you kind of just bounce off other students and um, the lecturers and things. So you really get a good understanding and kind of like motivation for that module, which is obviously a bit harder when you're in your bedroom. So that has been a bit challenging, but it's also kind of meant that um, I've kind of learned to just like go with my initiative and just kind of believe in what I think is right. Just just go for it um so yeah that's um been good and then also I'd say the other biggest challenge is um if you do like a uh, business management kind of degree and um, finding a placement which I'd 100% recommend um to do but it is challenging to try find one because obviously it's all down to what you want to do and um, but it's so competitive obviously the big companies advertise really early on in the year um, and they get taken up so fast those spaces and um, so uh, yeah I just um, give people advice to start looking early but also to look at um, smaller companies and I ended up reaching out to a company that I'd heard of and just asking if they'd be willing to take on a placement student and that's actually how I got mine in the end um, so yeah it's, it's it's challenging but in a good way it makes you again kind of think right I need to take things into my own hands. What should I, what should I do? Where should I go? And yeah, it worked out, which is great. Real. Yeah, from all from all of you talking both about your achievements and your challenges, it's quite clear that you've all risen to sort of both personal and academic challenges that you've faced. And I think also probably all of you, when you started on your degree, again because of things outside of yours and out of everybody's control, you've had quite a different journey. I would probably say to the one that you maybe expected. And again, something that I picked up on is that you've all sort of talked about reaching out and whether that's through Abby sort of on LinkedIn and you're saying that you know um that helped you with that professional interview for Bar and Imogen um you know you've just, just mentioned looking for placements and things like that so I mean Ethan you know Facebook for, for finding people to live with so you've all talked about that so thinking about some of the sort of the challenges you face um have you got things that you would tell yourself now if you could go back to the start of your degree like what would you say to your sort of younger self at the start of your degree looking back um well I was um I'd say incredibly shy when I started uni um so um I think over the past couple of years I kind of now go by the saying like if you don't ask you don't get so I kind of think um yeah be more confident and if you kind of yeah if you don't ask you'll never know and the worst thing that's going to happen is someone says no or you get a rejection but at least you've tried and more often than not as um, Abby said people are always willing to help um, and reach out so yeah and also kind of I don't know whether it's um, choosing optional modules or something I'd say don't always go for what you think is the easiest route go for something that you actually enjoy and will enjoy sitting down and spending time learning that and researching it um and yeah live in the present enjoy it because it literally goes so fast um so yeah kind of work hard play hard at uni definitely um yeah I would definitely say kind of persevere keep going uh because there will be challenging parts but it's those challenging parts which make you kind of a better person and that's when you grow and uh, you kind of 
uh, you kind of seek new opportunities and think outside the box. Um, I'd also say be more on it and <laughs> be more organized sometimes. I think, you know, 30 seconds to a very important deadline was a lesson that I should have learned. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just definitely look at deadlines. And I definitely say with coursework and things like that, just kind of submit it half an hour before so you have time for any technical difficulties. Ethan, how about you? What would you tell yourself? Um, to get a house earlier so you're not rushing it and get, get more on it on the housing situation. Um, and again, you know, um, practice doing more English skills um, for me. But um, on that, I'd, I'd tell anyone that's starting uni, just don't put too much pressure on yourself. It's a gradual incline of pushing yourself, but just take it easy. Uh, thank you, all of you. So you've sort of come to the end of, of your university journey, you've come to the end of this chapter. Um, now that you've graduated, what's next for all of you? Ethan, how about you? Uh, so I'm being a bit of a snake because I'm doing a master's at the University of Bristol. So yeah, doing a master's in uh, computer science. And then hopefully after that, um, I'll get like a data science or software engineering or become a banking analyst at a banking firm. So despite doing computer science, I'm still interested in banking and finance and still aim to work in a big bank. Well, thank you. Don't worry, we, we, we won't disown you even though you've come to Bristol, all right? I'm a Yuri boy at heart. Yay. <laughs> and Abby? Uh, yes, so I'm planning to be a barrister in the future. There are a couple of very small steps that I need to complete. Um, so I'm doing the BTC in September uh, at UWE. So I'll be back <laughs> and I'm very excited about that. Um, so that's my plan. And then after that, you have to gain pu uh, pupillage, which is essentially kind of an apprenticeship, if you will, with a, a barrister firm. Um, and those are very competitive. So I'll probably have to uh, maybe be a legal secretary or a paralegal for a year and just continue applying, continue persevering. And hopefully in the end, I'll have a wig and gown. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Well done, you. It's good that you've got a plan, though. You know where you're going. You know what you're trying to achieve. I, I'm sure that helps a little bit in terms of knowing what what you're um, what you're working towards. And Imogen, what what's next for you? What's your next steps? Um, so I've moved back home for now, for the time being, um, and I've just been doing uh, quite a few job interviews the past few weeks. So um, fingers crossed, um, seeing as events are back, there seems to be more events jobs, which are great. So yeah, fingers crossed something comes from that and uh, yeah, maybe move London way in the next few years. Brilliant. Thank you. It sounds like all of you have got... Um, got your sort of sights firmly set and you know what you're trying to achieve which is wonderful and it's been really lovely to hear that you've um enjoyed your journey that you've you know you've made friends you've got those networks um and that UE has supported you through that journey and I think I just want to sort of round things off by saying um how wonderfully you've all done and how super proud UE is of all of you and of all of your achievements because um you've yeah you've, you've had a challenging time and um, and even without that, um, doing a degree is a process and it's not an easy one. So well done, all of you. 
Thank you for being part of our Future Impact podcast series. We hope you enjoyed listening and have taken something away from this episode. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics discussed or have an idea or a topic to include in future episodes, please do email us for further information using bbec at uwe.ac.uk.